nice to see you. Thank you for turning up. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about a few weeks at home with yeah, the children. Exactly. It's fine. You've just put 10 years on me, but there we go. Well, I hope you've been listening to the podcast because every every week I pay tribute to the fact that... Oh, do you? <laughs> of course. Oh, bless you. Thanks, Nick. We need to have to really concentrate on what people are saying because there's only me to ask the questions. <laughs> So today we have two very big characters joining us. They are both ladies who work with Trevor Sorby International, but yeah. one, Tiziana DiMarcelli, is the International Educational Director at Trevor Sorby, and she's been with Trevor for, gosh, a long time, 20 years or more, wow. I would think. And I've met her working on shows, and she's done session work. She's very creative. She's, she works a lot with the art team and produces the photographic collections. And with Tiziana, we have Esty, Esty Carton, who has joined the company very recently, although she herself has a long and very creative and successful career. She's been with the Harrington's hair group for quite a long time, and I know has done a lot of very creative stuff, shoots, uh, collections, session work and shows. Um, So I thought it was really interesting to have somebody who's just joined with somebody who's been there a long time. Mm -hmm. And so I think we can kick around quite a few topics of conversation, yeah, what it's like definitely. to be a successful woman, how we can get more women up the, up the ladder. That's a, a bit of girl power cliche, Yes, girl power. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Let's go. Let's introduce them. Hello. Hello. And welcome to the Respectfully podcast. I'm Lauren Stone. And I'm Nikki Pope. And today we are joined by two lovely ladies from the Trevor Sorby International Group. Welcome to Esty Carton, who is a senior stylist with the group, but has a long history, which we would love to hear more about, doing lots of very high-flying shoots and awards and shows and session styling. And Tiziana Di Marcelli, who is International Education Director with Trevor, and you've been with Trevor for a long time, Tizzy. Welcome. Hi. Hello. <laughs> we are very happy Hi, to be here with you. <laughs> and we're very international today, so I hope I've said your names right. So, Tiziana, you are Italian, is that right? Yes, originally uh, my parents are Italian, but I grew up in Switzerland, and where I did my apprenticeship before I decided to move to London and uh, look for a job here and move forward oh, wow. and learn more <laughs> wow wow so how, how old were you when you came over to london i was 28 okay and, did, and you went straight you've always worked with trevor since you've been in london but at the beginning not really i uh, first of all my my english was very very basic and um i um i went to school for three months just to improve a little bit and then i worked in small salons in fact i went i was in soho in a salon uh, where it doesn't exist anymore and um, definitely i decided this is not what i want i want to work for the best yeah. and i <laughs> went around i went around all the best salon i gave my cv <laughs> and no one got back to me Oh no! At the beginning, yeah, no one Fools. got back to me, and I was so lucky. Uh, suddenly, I got a call from Travosorbi, the manager at Travosorbi, called me and said, "I would like to interview you," and um, 
yeah, I, I was um, very lucky. He didn't mind that my English was really bad. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, I almost couldn't understand everything he was telling me. Oh, really? And I didn't realize that it, was, it would be so hard to do the trade test and go through the bartering process. But I said, oh. yes, yes, I was yes, so yeah. happy. <laughs> Brilliant. And Esty, so Esty, you're Spanish, is that right? Is that your heritage? I am, yeah, I am. I'm from the north of Spain, I'm from Bilbao. Oh, okay. And I've been here for 29 years, actually. Wow. So, yeah, quite a long time. Similar story to Titiana. I came because I wanted to further my career. Mm -hmm. I used to come to London and, you know, I love everything about London. So my holidays will be coming to London, pay myself a course in hairdressing, and then shopping the rest of it and oh, really? just having a good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was the 80s, isn't it? So yeah, it was exactly. A lot of creativity here. Yeah. And for me, it was paradise coming in and seeing all these creatives around the streets and so on. And, you know, I used to soak up absolutely everything. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And obviously, hair was very important. And I think always, you know, England, London especially, is a cradle of hairdressing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, so, do you, you know, think, I think, in hairdressing, in the 90s specifically, maybe 80s and 90s, there was so much happening in London for hairdressers as well. I mean, it, mm. probably in a, in a way it wasn't a good thing because the rest of the country got left out and hopefully we're a bit more connected now. But I think London was so dynamic and so progressive that it, it just really seemed off, to be... It? Yeah, there was a lot, lot happening. I think for me, London has always been very innovative and it's been very different to everything else mm -hmm. and I think that's what always not only in fashion but in music as well I think you know we it's a very strong history of music here mm -hmm. a lot of things started here as in fashion music art so and it's very unique style yeah if you compare it to everyone else's yeah, yeah. it's totally different yeah. mm -hmm. so I think for me that was you know, what actually draw me in because, you know, it's a, a different way of thinking. Yeah, if absolutely. You know, you know. I think as well, coming from, coming from out, oh, sorry, coming from outside of London, like you've come from Spain and Switzerland, you maybe in a way appreciate it more because I've lived in London all my life and see, it's always on your doorstep. Yeah. So you don't kind of think of it in the same way. Yeah, definitely. And I think yeah. for people coming from outside London, it's almost like... Yeah. Um, coming here and you recharge your battery and then you mm -hmm. go back home and you give everything you've seen and yeah. um, experienced around yeah. you. I think yeah, in London yeah. people don't mind making mm. mistakes you know it's like it's more raw you people will try things and if you know they don't mind looking yeah experimental or progressive it doesn't have to be so polished if you go somewhere I don't know like New York or some of the other Tokyo, other very creative, expressive places, it's perhaps, to me, it always feels a bit more polished, polished. a bit more like yeah. it's been done behind closed doors and then I go out into the street, whereas I feel in London it's a bit like, yeah, like, <laughs> just go with it. I think, I think in London as well, you know, one of the things I always like about fashion in, in London is, is clashing. They don't match, they clash. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about classing, yeah. but classing to make it look yeah. good. Mm -hmm. You know, things you wouldn't put together, but you put them together and it looks amazing. Yeah. It looks different. It looks, and I think that's something he actually for me is always 
you know, drove me in, mm-hmm. basically, to see all that creativity, all those ways of putting things together yeah. that he actually wore. Yeah. Whereas you don't see anyone else, basically, I think. No, you're right. That's right. And, and you, you were right in what you said, Esty, about the connection with the music and the fashion and the hair as well, because I think some of that comes from, if you think about the music culture, the mods, the, the punks mm-hmm. um, in the 60s, they brought with them, you know... A, all about appearance as well it wasn't just the music yeah. it was yeah. about the clothes yeah. and the hair and and things the culture and the way of being the tribe it was the tribe idea so yeah yeah really yeah good. something probably we have lost isn't it? everything is a kind of merged yeah mm-hmm. into one now but at the time we have the difference and you dress differently accordingly to the music you actually like yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we grew up in the 80s, so the 80s you have the new romantics, the punks, mm-hmm. you know, rockabillies, you know, it was a bit of amalgamation of everyone in one pot, you know, mm-hmm. and you see everyone, and it was quite colourful, I think. Yeah, interesting, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, as women coming to hairdressing, so you were both in London 20 years ago, 25 years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. what's it mm-hmm. like being a woman in hairdressing? Has it changed? So... Titsy, you you had the language that you had to cope with and the new culture when you came to to work as a hairdresser Mm. in London, but also as a woman, walking, was it very much women in the salon but men were running the salons? Was it tough to really get to be, what what was your impression? Did it occur to you that it was harder or not? Definitely, I think, well, coming from another country, definitely you have to work harder. Uh, mm-hmm. because of the language because you have to impose yourself and uh, but yeah, I was I was probably very lucky to uh, start at Trevor Sorby because at the time when I did my trade test and uh, my bartering Sally was there was one of mm. my teacher uh, Antoinette was the art director I, I oh, well, had yeah. yeah I was very lucky and uh, I could see them working hard and giving us a good example. This is the way mm-hmm. you have to go if you want to uh, achieve something and get to the top. And uh, also they were there for for a few years. When I arrived, they were there. And he, he, he showed that he pays, I think, if you stick in one job and you do your work, um, very mm-hmm. well and you put the effort you're gonna get somewhere and of it course then yes the talent of course if you are talented and if you love what you do um, it's easier I for me as well I mean I was lucky because in Harrington's that we not looking at you know where you know if you are female or male it's just your talent mm-hmm. same as in Trebosobi it's just what you put in, how much talent you have, mm-hmm. and basically you can go wherever you want if you put the time and the effort, basically. It's open to you to do, yeah. to go wherever you want to go, mm-hmm. in a way. But then, if looking back, yes, it was mainly the teachers, when I used to come to do the courses, there were majority of men. I remember it was one girl, but the rest, it was men. So, yeah. I think probably it's been male orientated is difficult. Why I don't know because it's quite a few women quite talented in the industry as yeah. well, mm-hmm. and I'm not too sure why that happens. I'm, you know, I maybe know. I don't really know. It's kind of weird. It isn't is it? very strange. I, put my finger in I it. can't explain yeah. it. Um, maybe that I feel like there's 
becoming to be a bit of a shift though because some of the girls like um you know like Christelle Lundvist and um Siobhan Jones for example who have kind of just opened their own little boutique salons within the last couple of years so hopefully we're kind of coming out of that and I don't know yeah that's my hope for the future I think being in lockdown and uh, looking, watching all those tutorials mm. online and listening to podcasts, yeah. suddenly you realise that there are a good talent and young talent that they are coming yeah, up. Absolutely. Probably they just need more experience now mm-hmm. and they yeah. will um, will be the top uh, Yeah hairdresser yeah. hopefully hopefully mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> also so, you know i think a lot of men they are on top of their profession they have a woman behind yes yeah, that's that's true, them yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah i think there is you know and then yes women often we do let men go forward and we we yeah. we allow that Step to happen back, sometimes yeah. you know we 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 are brought it's ingrained in us to sort of you know stand back a little bit and let the boys go forward and to be proud of of them and so on so we have to yeah so lockdown how have you coped so Esty, you've changed companies yeah. when did you actually make the move to well it was during the lockdown actually we i supposed to start in march with Trebosovi, but then we went into lockdown. Mm. So we were in talks before. We started in December, and I supposed to start in in March. So it's been a roller coaster yeah, because every time you you try to start, you get stopped. Yeah. So officially, I started in July. Okay. And yeah, and then I did. I stayed there for a couple of months. I used what they call the space. Mm-hmm where it's for self-employed people and I was there for a couple of months mm-hmm. until things settled a little bit because obviously I have to train as you know in Trebosovi there was everybody trains yeah and I because it was an influx of clients as everybody has not been in the salon we you know I couldn't have training or anything so we decided I will go on as as using the space mm-hmm. for a couple of months until things settle and then I start doing my training and all that. So I think I started my training in September. Okay. And yeah, and you know, and then as about to start working again, well, I started already, mm-hmm. and then we have another lockdown oh. again. <laughs> so it's just like, in a way, is yeah, in a way, it's made things easier because everything is strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't notice the change so yeah. much. Yeah. So like everything in life, you have the positives and the negatives. So, you know, the, the negative is that basically it's difficult to settle because, you know, you yeah. stop, start, stop, start. But in another hand, the positive is that everything is strange. So you don't notice the change <laughs> so much, <laughs> you know, because nothing is, is where it's supposed to exactly. be. Yeah. So in that respect, it's everything. been great because you don't notice that you know, doing the same. You're actually in different jobs. So, but your mindset, Esty, to go, you are very established, very successful. You've done so much. And now here you are, you're joining um, Trevor Sorby and you have to train. I mean, how do you cope with that? Because they must know that you can do amazing yeah. things and you know it. And I, I understand um the principle but for your how do you prepare yourself mentally to say okay yes th- i want this so much that i am prepared to be called like training i i basically that's what i do i do i do training i do the bartering i used to do the bartering in harrington so i'm quite familiar with it we do that as well 
So, you know, when you join somewhere else, it's a different concept, mm -hmm. different company. So, yes, and the haircuts are the same, but they're not the same. We all do these things in different ways. So, I, I you know, for me, I kind of, it was fine. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't mind training. I think anything you can get better yeah. mm -hmm. was not to like. Yeah. Yeah. And I always think you can learn from other people. And, you know, Trevor Sobi. We all know they have very high standards of work and yeah, ethics absolutely. and so on. So for me, it was just, you know, something I'll have to do. And I was, I don't mind yeah. because I hopefully I'll come up better. Yeah. yeah you definitely. know, I think we can all always learn. Yeah. And I think it's sometimes it's good to do that because it puts you, you teaching all the time. Yeah. It's nice to be in the other side, mm -hmm. to know what the person you're teaching is feeling yeah, and, you know, the things they are struggling with. I, mm -hmm. I kind of find myself in a position, I've seen my students so many times because I knew it, I thought it wouldn't happen to me. Yeah. But when it came to it, no, I was in that position of frustration and, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's, it's a good experience. It's tough, yeah. but it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's good think, as well, I guess, to hone your own skills again as well and take some time out to just think about your own self and your own growth and that kind of thing. And but for us, for us, it was a pleasure as well to teach mm. someone that really was into learning, yes. even if you, Esti, you have a quite high standard and uh, yeah. uh, you are experienced. For us, it was really good uh, to mm -hmm. have someone like that really putting so much effort. You feel like, wow, yeah. that, that's amazing. And also, I think to join a company and not going through... Um, what we all as a Trevor Sorby team have to go through, it wouldn't mm -hmm. be fair. I think yeah. you, no, you yeah. get the respect yeah. and you get mm -hmm. uh, people is going to look, um, oh, yeah. wow, yeah, she's done it, even if she has a lot of experience. Yeah. 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 Interesting. How do you think then as work, I mean, going through this whole year, which has just been a total whirlwind, hasn't it? Um, obviously working for a big established company like Trevor Sorby, how do you think that's benefited you in terms of, you know, support and things like that? But it's definitely been amazing because, uh, first of all, I, I get furloughed and, oh, okay. uh, you know, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. Some people that I have friends that they are self-employed and they haven't yeah. really yeah, had this possibility. Difficult. Yeah, and also we have the support of the manager, we have the support mm -hmm. of our colleague. Um, we feel a bit like a family. We've been in yeah. contact and uh, I definitely went through my lockdown much better than some other people probably mm -hmm. that they didn't have the support. Yeah. Do you have like regular meetings or? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we definitely have every week meetings at the moment mm -hmm. because we are working on uh, our uh, tutorial online um, oh, okay. with the Instagram, uh, the art mm -hmm. team Instagram. And um, yeah, we, with the colleague as well, we've been working in different projects. Um, we, we definitely in contact, not with all the company together, but. Mm -hmm we definitely in contact with the main people. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think, how is it going to be for some of the younger trainees? They're going to have missed like a whole year of being able to watch things or to learn. Is this going to cause problems going forward, do you think? 
ladies, uh, do you think? I think definitely for some people it's been uh, it's been a bit uh, disruptful because mm. uh, I I guess everyone learn in different way. They some people are very visual and some people need to practice to to get where they want, and mm-hmm. um, I I think the fact that it's been stopping and starting again, um, it has um add an effect effect to to people but hopefully we're gonna go back to soon to a kind of a normal life and we can yeah. start again and pick up everyone and uh, give even more uh, than mm-hmm. before i think probably what you're talking here titsi about giving more i think is probably make people realize and appreciate what we have. Sometimes when you have it there, what we were talking about before, when you have something, you don't realize what you yeah, have. Exactly. Just yeah, yeah, have yeah. it. And you think it's normal and you take it for granted. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, and I'm talking about myself as well, I've been going back to work, enjoying every minute of it and so on. And, and all of a sudden you realize how important it is in your life yeah. to, to have a routine, to have a job, to have you know, to do something you're actually totally passionate about, mm-hmm. to see your clients. At the beginning, when I saw my clients, it's like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> it's just like, you know, you wanted to hug each other yeah. and you couldn't yeah. because, you know, and it's, it's a whole thing. They appreciate it a lot. I noticed that, you know, they were very appreciative of the haircuts mm-hmm. because, again, normally they have haircuts very often, so they don't realize the shape and all that. No, you having just take it for granted, don't for, you? You just book it, yeah, you rebook, yeah. you don't think about it, you just go and that's it. It's a routine. Yeah. And seeing their own hair again, how it used to look, they yeah. realise how all of a sudden the amount of effort mm-hmm. and, you know, we actually put into it and how we look after them mm-hmm. and so on. So I think, yeah, I think appreciation probably comes to to it when it comes, you know, when we go back to work, I think. Definitely. Do you think both of you, um, well... Titsy, I've seen you backstage with us at tribute shows and, and other things that we've done. And, and I know you both do shoots and seminars and gatherings, large-scale gatherings. Do you think we'll go back to that? Or do you think that people are going to be very not so keen on big shows think, and events? I think we will go back to it. I think people are really, you know, missing those, you know... Events. Those yes. aspects of music, events you know, and getting together, I think we will be, I think it will be as slowly as the conditions, how, you know, how we progress with this COVID thing, but I'm pretty sure we'll go back to, to normal because people cry for it. Yeah. I think one of the things people miss is, is that, it's just meeting each other, you know, going to concerts, going to shows, going to anything, yeah. you know, hairdressing wise. Yeah. And online is great, but it's, it's not the same. He loses the yeah. personal touch, yeah. isn't it? It's not... When you're training as well, the most important thing when you train, in my opinion, is when you're hands-on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's when you learn most. Yeah, And I think that you can do at home, yeah. basically. It's not the same. I think the human touch is missing, missing really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we... I think the travel and education is the two big things that will have a lasting change is that you know instead of just flying somewhere to do a big training i think we will should be better at not doing that and it's better for the planet anyway and our education online is better but i agree with you i think we will go back to gathering when we can i can't wait to stand in a field and watch 
a live music with a <laughs> pint of cider. Yeah. You know, I want to have everyone back at Colour World. I want to, I do want to see people so yeah. much. I, I prefer as well working. I think I am more creative if I work with mm. other people, if we are in a room and we can oh gosh, share. Oh, of each other. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you bounce off each yeah. other, yeah. I agree with that as well. I think it's difficult. And I think when you do seminars as well, one thing I like about the seminars is bonding with the students. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. like for me, I, we used to do, you probably don't as well, you know, two days. I've been a week away, two weeks away. Mm-hmm. And when you are, spend time with people for a week, two weeks, or, you know, a few days, you bond more yeah. than when you do a one day seminar. Oh, yeah. It doesn't feel the yeah. same. Yeah. Because yeah. you get to know them a little bit, you get to, yeah. they get comfortable as well, and you, you bond yeah. somehow. It's not yeah, just the stuff that know. goes on in the classroom, is it? It's all the other stuff yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's, that's been the agony of, of it for hairdressing. So you're both based in the Covent Garden Salon in central London. Yeah. 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 So that's going to be, it's going to be hard for city centre premises in the beginning I, th- I think it's going to take a while for to have that confidence back with the clients coming in or are you not too worried about that but uh, I have to say when we got back in December we were obviously December it's a busy month but we mm-hmm. we got back to um kind of busy normal mm. life if you can call that normal life we were split into two teams but we worked really well uh, with clientele and with you know to keeping everything clean and uh, make yeah. sure that everyone is safe but definitely I've been in in Covent Garden uh, recently and it's completely dead yeah mm. it, it feels sad. surreal mm. and the, it looks like uh, um, I don't know I, I guess a lot of people will be still maybe a bit afraid to come into town and it will get slowly uh, yeah. Yeah. back to normal well I think if the restaurants and cafes are allowed to open and if we have good weather then yeah, that will, will get help back yeah, will. also I think you know there's obviously a lot of people that commute into London that would then come to get their hair cut and after work or whatever and I think maybe they won't be doing that all week, but they might go into the office two or three days a week. So hopefully, you know, they'll still book their time in the salon in the days that they are going into London. But we know I think it's two sorry. type of people. I think some people are afraid of coming mm-hmm. and another ones can't wait of yeah. coming. Yeah, exactly. My clients, I have my clients last few days. Mm-hmm. They've been contacting me. Oh, really? I can't wait to go back <laughs> to London. Yeah. yeah, like, it's funny because how it happens, like, you get one and then the rest. Yeah. Like, oh, book me on the list. Yeah. Oh, and I can't wait to come to London. And so it's funny how half of it is like, can't wait to come in. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they, you know, they just miss in London yeah, so much. And another one's a bit scared. So yeah. I think it's half and half, you know? Yeah. So, ladies, we're nearly coming to the end of the conversation. Oh, what? So, what? On a, on a sort of very positive, like, Esty, let's start with you. What, what do you still want to achieve with your hairdressing? You've been nominated for London Hairdresser of the Year many times. You've done a lot of very exciting things. You've worked with some amazing people. What? what are you really looking forward to doing or what would you say like in five years time I want to be doing this or I want to have that do you have 
I, yeah, I do. It's funny because I, something has been very present in my life from the last, last year, basically. And I was, you know, put in a position where I have to think what I wanted to do. What I, did I want it to be comfortable mm-hmm. and I could work somewhere where I was comfortable? Or was my career finished in that respect and I go and, or I want more? And the answer is I wanted more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I joined Trevor's Who because yeah. I wanted to be in a place where I can carry on further in my career. Mm-hmm. As I said before, you can always learn. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think sometimes if you are in that frame of mind, I got quite a lot of experience, mm-hmm. but also I can carry on learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I combine both, hopefully I will carry on, you know, further in my career and see what it takes me really. But my idea is just carry on really. Yeah. I'm not ready to, you know, yeah, just settle. I don't think I could, yeah, I couldn't, I don't think I could go to work and feel like I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. I need to do something and I need to feel a sense of achievement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would like to carry on doing shows, seminars, teaching, you know, all photo shoots. I love doing photo shoots. So all that, all the creative side, mm-hmm. which for me is as a person, I'm, I need that's it. What, yeah. That's because, what yeah. Me. Brilliant. What's yeah. up for you? And, <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> and, and to see what, what's for you. Are there things, because again, you've done, you've achieved so much. Um, I, I guess I will stay a little bit longer <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> even if I've been Trevor's going to listen to this <laughs> but I, I really hope we're going to have more people like Hesty joining the company and yeah. We, yeah. we can build up a very strong team yeah. uh, a very strong art team and push forward yeah, but Trevor has always been very good on uh, yeah. give opportunity to people. And yeah. because we feel With. like a family and we want to mm. build, when we um, employ yeah. new people, yeah. we look at having people that get uh, fit into the, the team and mm-hmm. uh, they help to grow the, the family, definitely. I, I can yeah. vouch for that, actually, because, you know, I felt really welcome when I've been there. Yeah. I definitely you know do. It's, it's been really nice really friendly and almost feeling like you know coming from one family to another mm-hmm. uh, they're very similar you know it's just nice to be feel welcome and not feel you know it's quite tough yeah, to go somewhere course, when yeah. you're new so and everybody's eyes are on you <laughs> but like I said you know if you want to do something and they make it easier as well because you know you go there and everybody's really friendly mm-hmm. very helpful I never felt out of place if you know what yeah. I mean it's been really nice yeah. so Brilliant. yeah thank you so much I think yeah, we have thank you ladies yeah we've thank talked, you thank you the storm really nice to have you with us on our respectful podcast thank you very much thank you thank, thank you, you for having us thank you bye-bye <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye so thank you to our guests Esti Carton and Tiziana Di Marcelli from Trevor Sorby International talking about what it's like to be a woman training in London 20 years ago and being part of such a successful driven creative company. So if you like the conversation, please jump over to your podcast provider, which yeah, may be iTunes it. or Spotify great or other platforms and look at the other 
recordings we have made. Please also do rate and review us as it helps to drive us up the charts and make hairdressing podcasts more high profile and easier to find for other people. Thank you for joining Thanks me. Thanks for listening. Yeah, hope to see you again soon, Lauren. Don't leave it so long next time. Oh, no, I won't. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye.